Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us tonight for the podcast. I'm excited. Tonight is Good Friday, or today is Good Friday. And you know why it's a Good Friday? Because today, over 2,000 years ago, Jesus died for our sins. Remember when Jesus was on the cross? He said seven things. We're going to focus on the first one tonight. But remember the second one was he said to the thief on the cross, today you will be with me in paradise. Then he said to his mom and he said to John, John, behold your mother. And and he told his mother, behold, John, that's going to be your mom. Take care of her. And then remember after that, he yelled out, Eli, Eli, Lamak Sabachni, which is Aramaic for my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? See, at that moment, God's wrath was being poured upon him. And then right after that, Jesus said, I thirst. And then he yelled out, it is finished. Into your hands, I commit my spirit. Well, guess what? We're going to talk about the first one tonight. And guess what that first statement he made on the cross? And that was, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. So tonight, we're going to talk about forgiveness. So Joshua's going to have the number up for you tonight. Please call in with any questions that you may have. And please comment as well if you have any comments that you want to make or do both. Amen. So this should be a great, great podcast tonight. First of all, let me ask you this. How many of you have struggled in your life with forgiving someone else for what they've done to you? Maybe they hurt you in some way or another. Maybe they hurt someone you know. Maybe you struggle with forgiving yourself. Please tonight call in and let us know. You see, when we was unsaved, we would do things when when people would do us wrong. Y'all remember, like, we would maybe cut them off. We would cut them back. We would, you know, just, what's that old statement that says, if you love someone, let them go. Then hunt them down and kill them. I mean, I don't know if you ever heard that before. But this is how many of us dealt with things. Some of you listening to me tonight, you would put sugar in people's gas tanks. You know, you have. You have scratched people's cars. You have flattened people's tires. Some, some of us have gotten upset with people, put their business on Facebook or Instagram, whatever it might be, to get even. You see, when people get hurt, usually many of us go through four phases. First of all, we be shocked. Man, I'm shocked. I'm shocked they did this to me. And then after that, you know, for many of us, we might get sad because they hurt you. And then the next thing for many of us is that before you know it, we get angry or mad. And then before you know it, after that, we plotting out how to get even. <laughs> Y'all with me on that? Or to get even ahead of being even. Y'all feeling me on this? And we are saying to ourselves, they're not going to punk me like that. Well, let me just say this. Now we saved, right? And Jesus is in the mix and the Holy Spirit is in the mix. And I want to say this, you know, when it comes to forgiveness, it's, you know, one of the things we have to understand is we don't forgive people based upon their actions towards us. I know some people, some of us are willing to forgive people if they step on your toe. But if they do something else that's deeper, you're not willing to forgive them. And what's important is 
that our Heavenly Father is looking not only at our actions, but we're being tested based upon our reactions as believers. And the devil definitely is tempting us when it comes to unforgiveness, when it comes to our actions towards other people, as well as our reaction when it comes to forgiving other people. Now, keep this in mind. What is forgiveness in the first place? Let's understand that, okay? The word forgiveness just means to let it go, to let it go. In a sense, but you no longer hold this particular situation against somebody else. Understand this. There's a difference between forgiveness, forgetfulness, foolishness, faithfulness, and future consequences. You see, understand this first of all, okay? Forgiveness has to be done from the heart. It has to be done from the heart. You see, Jesus said in Matthew 18, 35, he said, when you forgive, make sure it's from the heart, not just with lip service. I've seen so many situations where people say, oh, yeah, I forgive you. But you still holding it against them. You see, that forgiveness is just lip service. It's not really from the heart. And then for some of us, understand how Jesus handled forgiveness. These people were crucifying him. And he yells out, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Even while they was doing it to him. You see, you know you were at that point when you've forgiven somebody, when you can say, Father, forgive them while they're doing it, while they're hurting you. In fact, let me just say this. You know that you're at a point. Listen to me on this podcast tonight. You, listen to this. You know you're at that point where you have forgiven someone else. When you can turn around and pray for their prosperity. Some of us, you hear me right now, some people have done you wrong. Ask yourself, can I turn around and pray for them to prosper? Lord, please bless their business. Lord, please bless their health. Lord, please bless their family, their income. Can I really do that? That's a sign that you've really forgiven them. And let me just say this too. You know you're at a point when you've forgiven them, when you begin to feel sad for them. Because you know they got to either, they're Christian, they have to stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Or because you know that they that God gonna deal with them, and then you begin to feel sad for them. Those are signs that you really have let it, let it go and put it behind you. Are y'all feeling me on this? And let me just say this. Let me just say a way of knowing that you really haven't forgiven someone is that are you always bringing up the situation? You know, I remember. Um, I know a couple. They have divorced. They have gone their way. And I've been in some situations where the two of them, because of their, their, their children, I've gone to their, you know, children's weddings and this kind of thing. And the two of them show up and, and you know, while there, the one, all he does is talk about what she did. I'm talking about constantly what she did. I mean, it's years ago. It happened years ago. I'm like, have you really forgiven her for what is going on because you keep bringing it up. And let me say this too. If you're constantly thinking in your mind when someone has done something wrong to you, 
You're saying to yourself, boy, if that was my car, I'd run him over. Boy, if I only had a gun. It's almost like you're using some form in your mind of voodoo, witchcraft against them. That's a sign you really haven't forgiven them. We're going to get to forgetfulness here in a minute, as well as faithfulness, as well as foolishness. But we got a caller coming through here tonight. Please um, tell us your, um, your, your, your name as well as your question tonight, please. Hey, Junie, this is me and BJ. Hi, how you doing? How are you? I'm doing good. Please tell us your question tonight. That would be awesome. Oh, I, I, I'm just tuning in, and um, really, I, I mean, I was just calling to listen to you. Um, I'm just, you know, in awe, just supporting you. That's all. Hey, I like that. <laughs> that was very encouraging. I thank you, sis. I mean, I, that's encouraging to me. Have you ever been in a situation where it was hard for you to forgive someone? Yep, it is. Tell us in yep. like a, a half or maybe about 10 seconds how you dealt with that. Well, I had to deal with um, growing up being molested. And um, then it happened to my youngest daughter when God told me not to do something. And I listened to other Christians and they told me God wouldn't tell you that. And I didn't. I was still a babe and I didn't really understand his voice. And I was just checking to make sure, and because of that, my daughter got molested. So it took me years to forgive myself as well as forgive the person that did it, even though I approached them. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. That was deep. That was deep. And, you know, whoever's listening tonight, thank you for that, Sister Trey. That really encouraged their heart, you know? And, and I just, you know, I pray that God will bless you for forgiving them and forgiving yourself because I know that was difficult. Amen? Amen. It's, it's, it's like this, Junior. Um, in order for us to be able to be the woman or man that God called us to be and to be able to see the word be effective in our life, we have to imitate Jesus, and Jesus had to forgive us. And see, we have to look at it, as the Word said, we're not fighting against flesh and blood. When we learn the spiritual thing of it, then we know who's behind the person that was making them do what they did. Hey, but we're not man. fighting against flesh and blood, but against spiritual wickedness, you know? Amen. It's an operation of another spirit that's in that person, a spirit of perverse, perverted spirit that caused that person to do what they did. And you know what's amazing about it is that the attempt, Satan's desire is ultimately to get to you and to break you down and to get you to the point where you turn around and curse God for some for, exactly. for this particular situation. But when you turn around and you bless God, you know, like Job did in Job 42, you turn around and you bless God for what has gone on. And God turns this thing with Satan meant for evil, God turns for it for good. And it's especially when we can see the enemy at work. I appreciate that, that question or that comment tonight, Sister Trace. And please keep listening tonight. Amen. And God, God bless you. Glory. 
Thank you, sis. And you know, wow, that was powerful. Just a, a good example of forgiveness and, and how to forgive a situation and looking at it through the, the eyes of, of, um, of a believer, through the spiritual eyes of the Holy Spirit. And also, let me just say this too. There's a difference between forgiveness and, and forgetfulness. See, some of us, I've noticed, yes, you know, I forgive them, but lots of times I've heard people say, well, if you forgive them, you need to forget. That's not true. We got another caller coming through here. Please tell us your uh, your name and your question tonight, please. Hi, Pastor Junior. This is Glennis. Hello, Sister Glennis. Thank you for your call tonight, Hi. sis. Please tell us what your question or comment is tonight. I, I just wanted to speak on the caller that just called in and just to um, say that I know as um, a person who's been through some things that were hard to forgive, I know now that God uses it as a testimony because when I hear other women going through things that I went through and I explain to them and tell them how God got me through and how he strengthened me and pulled me out of it, it's been a blessing to them. So I just want to encourage her and let her know God going to use you. God is using you. Just be a blessing. Keep telling people how you got through. Got through. You know what's great about that, Glennis, is that uh -huh. our testimony, remember they overcame uh, Satan in Revelation chapter 12 by the, the word of their testimony, by the blood of the Lamb, and they love not their lives mm. unto the death. The word of their testimony of how God brought them through that difficult time. It's just like giving Satan a black eye. And so, you know, yeah. it, it just someone's testimony is more powerful than what they might think. And yes. so it blessed my heart, and I'm sure it blessed yours as well, Sister Glennis. Yes, so just continue to, to be a blessing to someone else who might be going through the same thing you've gone through. Thank you. Amen, amen. Thank you for your call. And let me just say this too. You know, the Lord has given us a memory on purpose. Not so we can forget everything. He gave us a memory so that we can remember different things that have gone on in our lives so that we won't get hurt again. And so at times the Lord may um, uh, uh, may bring certain things back to your remembrance so that you won't forget, so it won't happen again. And so when you hear someone say, well, you need to forgive and forget. Well, we don't find that in the Bible, even though I will say this, okay? Um, in Psalm 103, verse 12, it says that the, that our sins, the, the, as God has put them as far as the east is from the west, he remembers them no more. Now, that doesn't mean that God doesn't remember them because if he didn't remember them, he wouldn't be God. He's omniscient. He's omnipresent. He's all-knowing. But what it means is he no longer uses these things against us to hurt us in any way. And see, the day may come, we know from Isaiah 65, 17, where God may wipe out our, uh, our hard drive when it comes to evil that has happened to us. But in between time and the meantime, he's given us a memory so we remember the things that have happened to us. And so we can use wisdom the next time. Now, by the way, I got a question for you all who are listening tonight. And you can call in with the answer to this if you know it. When Jesus said in Luke 23, verse 
verse um, uh, 30, 34, I think it is. He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Were their sins forgiven at that time? Those people that Jesus said, Father, forgive them, that he prayed for. Were their sins forgiven? Were they forgiven for what they did to Jesus? If you got an answer for that tonight, please answer that. Call us, tell us, or type it in. Were they forgiven for their actions? Anyway, moving forward, there's a difference between forgiveness, forgetfulness, and faithfulness. You see, in 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 2, remember what, what Paul says, it's required in stewardship that a steward be found faithful. And what that means, y'all, is that in order for, in many cases, for us to be trusted in certain areas, we got to be faithful again. Maybe, you know, I remember when I was growing up and, and my mother would let me use her car once in a while. After a while, it was getting you to the point where I started taking it. I was a teenager. I just started pretty much stealing it when she was at work and going for rides. And she told me to stop doing it. I wouldn't listen. So one day, she caught me doing it. She took the keys because she had given me a set of keys. And she put them down the sewer hole in front of me just to let me know that I wasn't getting another set of keys until I learned to be obedient and until she could trust me again. You see, some of us are going through issues. It's just like if you took and you hit me in the head with a chair, I'm going to watch my back from that moment on because I don't want you to hit me in the head. I'm, that's gonna be, I'm not going to trust you. Until it takes time. Trust takes time. And so there's a difference between forgiveness, forgetfulness, faithfulness, and foolishness. Foolishness. You know what I mean by that? It's yes, okay. You fooled me once. How's that old saying goes? You fooled me once. Shame on me. You fooled me twice. I mean, I'm sorry, shame on you or whatever. You fooled me twice, shame on me. And what that means in so many words is Proverbs 27, verse 12 says that a wise man or woman, they look around and make sure they look out for their future. They look around them to make sure that they don't get in a situation that might be dangerous that may harm them. You know, Colossians 4, verse 5 says, walk in wisdom to those that are without. And in so many words, when it comes to forgiveness, sometimes people aren't really looking to be forgiven. They're looking to continue their foolishness. And when that happens, I got to back away because I see that, that this thing could hurt me or my, my family or other believers. And the last part about this is that there's also a difference between forgiveness and future consequences. You know, sometimes people do evil things. Maybe they may rob a bank or do something. And, and they'd be like, you know, now they're a believer. You know, that does happen with believers sometimes. Maybe some of y'all on the podcast tonight have robbed a bank. I don't know. Or did something wrong. Or maybe lost your job because of something you did. And now it's like, Lord, it just seemed like you don't forgive me. Yes, he forgave you. But now there are consequences for what you did. It may mean that you may have to, you know, Get another job. It may mean that you may have to go to jail. There are consequences. It doesn't mean he don't forgive you. Remember Galatians 6 verse 7. 
says, whatever a man or woman sows, that shall they also reap. And so sometimes our actions, we have to remember, are going to sow some consequences. Every action is going to sow a reaction from God. And so just, let's just understand that. You know, David, when David sinned with Bathsheba and he killed Uriah, remember the Lord said to him through Nathan, your sins have been forgiven, but the sword shall not depart from your house. And so he had to pay the consequences. And let me just say this. Sometimes even through restitution, we know from Exodus chapter 22, there's restitution. Sometimes when people do stuff, you got to pay restitution just to make things right. Because some of you are like, well, I thought it was forgiven. But you wrecked that car. You need to get them another car. <laughs> Y'all with me on this. We got another call coming through tonight. Please um, tell us your, your name as well as your uh, question or comment tonight. So it's, it's Glennis again. Pastor Thank you. Now you, you are, anyone can call as much as they want. Yes, ma'am. Go ahead, share. <laughs> so I was thinking on what you asked when Jesus said, forgive them for they know not what they do. Yes. So that is a wonderful question because I know Jesus' word is true. And what he says can be done. So if he said at that time, forgive them, for they know not what they do, I think they were forgiven. But I think after that, people have to truly in their heart ask for forgiveness and mean it and accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. That's a good question. I never thought of that. But were they forgiven? But not to throw you, not to throw your, your message off, but that question so I think when Jesus said it, it was true, right? Yeah, but or were no. they forgiven? I think so, because he said it. Jesus <laughs> said, forgive them. Jesus said, and it's Jesus' word is his word. He's true. He's the way, the truth, and the life. So he said, forgive them. I'm, I'm, I, I like your, I, I, I love your answer. People, though. <laughs> I love your answer. I think it was. Yeah, I think it was just that group, though, because I think after that, people had to believe in their heart and give with their heart and truly be saved. But well, if he said it, I, I, yeah. Well, we're going to look at that. at the Now, I, I like your answer, and I'm going to tell you if you're right or wrong here in a few minutes. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Sister Glennis, for your uh, answer to that. Amen. Okay. Amen. And anyone else, if you got an answer to that, what did you, were those people, you know, the Pharisees as, as well as the soldiers and so forth, who crucified Jesus, as well as the Sadducees and the chief priests and the scribes and, and Pilate and the rest of them and Herod, were they forgiven? Because Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Anyway, just a few other things about forgiveness. We're gonna. Someone said no, they were not forgiven unless they sought forgiveness. Okay, all right. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna tell you if you're right here in a few minutes. You know, in Ephesians, and let me just say this too: Why should we forgive other people? You know, it says in Ephesians chapter four, verse thirty-two, God makes it clear that when we forgive, okay, we're to forgive from the heart. But He also says we're to forgive. He says the same thing in Colossians three, verse thirteen. He says that we should forgive. Um, for we should forgive others as Christ has forgiven us. So 
for the same way that Christ has forgiven us, we're to forgive other people. Realizing, you know, Titus 3 verse 3, that we were once, you know, foolish. We were once hard-headed. We were once in our own bag. We was once doing our own wickedness. In fact, in Matthew 18 verse 28, remember Jesus gave this parable. And he talks about a man who had owed another man a million dollars. And this man forgave him. And so he goes out and he finds somebody who owes him like $250. And he says, give me my money, grabs him by the neck. And God says the man who forgave him found out about it, that forgave him a million dollars, and said, you're going to pay me my million dollars for what you did to that man. You see, understand. That God wants us to forgive and to forgive from the heart, realizing he's forgiven us. We got a new caller coming through tonight. Please tell us your um, your name as well as your question tonight, please. Yes, how you doing, Pastor? This um, Lord Daryl caller. Hey, man, thanks for calling, Lord Daryl. Please tell us your question or, or comment tonight, my brother. Well, y'all was calling because I was wondering, uh, so far as forgiveness goes with the Lord, do you think, like, no matter what the sin is, if we ask him to forgive us, you think that he will forgive us, like no matter how many times we might have done that sin? Well, we're going to look at this in just a few minutes. Yes, 70 times 7. And yes, there is no, there is no exhausting of, of God's, you know, forgiveness. No, he's forgiven us for all. Scripture says all our transgressions, all our sins. He's covered them all, Romans chapter 3 says. Every single sin that you've committed, he has forgiven you for. In fact, he knew you would do it. And in fact, way back in A.D. 33, Jesus forgave it on the cross. So there is no sin that's, that's too great for God. In fact, usually the greatest sin that most people would say that we would commit, most people would say, would be the, the sin of murder. Okay? He's forgiven us for that. But there is one that he will not forgive, and that's the rejection of his son, Jesus. And, and that's the sin that, that I believe which is tied into the unpardonable sin and tied into Hebrews 10, uh, 26 through 32, I believe it is, where there is no forgiveness and no more sacrifice that could be made once that rejection is made. So, um, yes, I do believe that Jesus has forgiven us for all our sins if we come to him and ask him for forgiveness. Okay, Pastor. Does that answer for you? Oh, yeah, yeah, that answer. Great question tonight, young Daryl. Thank you for your, your call. Okay, Pastor. God bless. And let me just say this, too. You know, um, in Matthew 6, verse 15, Jesus said, if you're not willing to forgive someone else, your heavenly Father won't forgive you. And the point that I'm making is that if you're not willing to forgive someone else, that's a sign that you probably truly haven't been forgiven yourself. It's a sign that you probably really aren't saved. Remember what we're told in Luke 11. We got an open line if you want to call tonight. Luke 11, verse 4. Remember Jesus said we're to pray, Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. You see, we're asking our Father to forgive us the same way that he, or forgive, forgive us the same way we forgive other people. 
You see, for many of us, let me just say this. To forgive helps you to heal. Some of us now may have ulcers. Some of us are losing sleep. Some of us have high blood pressure. A lot of these things because we have not forgiven other people. And what happens is Hebrews chapter 12, verse 15, we develop a root of bitterness. Now, Hebrews 12, it talks about a root of bitterness towards God. But we can develop that towards other people. This is why, listen, me and my wife, we do what we can to make up. I ain't going to say we're perfect. Sometimes we fail in this area. But Ephesians 4.26 says, be angry, but sin not. Let not the sun go down on your wrath. The sun goes down tonight around 7.45 or something. Some of you got maybe five more minutes <laughs> to make up with whoever you've been fooling with or dealing with or who has harmed you. Because God wants us to have a heart of forgiveness. Because something happens when you go to sleep at night. It really does. You know, Micah chapter 2 verse 1 says some people think of wickedness on their bed. Something happens. It gets worse. It's like, you know, food that you you put in the refrigerator and the, the next morning it's got a different taste. Well, it's like that when you're not willing to forgive people before the sun goes down. And one other thing on this thing I want to say. Some of us, some of you are listening to me now. You are ornery. That's what the, we used to call it back, or my parents used to call it back in the day. Ornery just means that you have a, a bad, bitter, unforgiveness-type disposition. How many of you know people like that? They're always talking about how somebody's done them wrong or doing them wrong. And now you've developed a root of unforgiveness and bitterness towards other people. Let me just say this. If you have not forgiven someone, that person whom you've not forgiven, they control you. They can walk in the room and you feel tense. They can call and you shake. They can just be around you. They can cause you to cry. They can make you be angry. They can make you fearful. They can make you tense. They control you. We need to wake up. In fact, if you're unwilling to forgive someone, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 18, verse 30, that you are, many of us are in debt now, financial debt, because that's the context, debtor's prison, because we don't realize God is saying, I ain't going to let you out of your financial debt until you're willing to forgive someone else for their spiritual debt. That's, that's the kind of the context. And today is Good Friday. It's a good Friday because Jesus forgave us for our sins. And you're not willing to forgive someone else? We got a new caller coming in tonight. Please tell us your name and your question or comment tonight, please. It's Glennis again. Yes, please. Go ahead. Junior, what is the difference between... Forgiving someone, but disciplining someone. Like when your children, when you know your t children are disobeying and disrespecting, what's the difference between disciplining them like and and forgive? Because I, I don't want to have anger, but they need to be disciplined and they need to know when what they've done is against God, and I won't have it. So what's that difference? I don't want to be angry with them, but sometimes I don't talk to them. 
Well, you know, I think one of the things that, that's important is that it, when our children are little, okay, we are to not spare the rod, okay? I don't care what the system tells you. Don't spare the rod. Remember, Scripture says you will not kill them when they're yelling, please don't kill me, you know. I remember I was giving my son a, a whooping one time. He was young because we used to call them whoopings. Remember that? We used to call them beatings, yes. you know what I'm saying? But yes. spanking, <laughs> whippings, yes. So, you know, it's interesting about and we And I remember as a kid having to go get my own switch. But I remember my son saying, you're killing me, you're killing me. No, I'm not. Now, I'm doing it. And as I did it, I remember tears were coming out of my eyes as I gave my son a, dis, a, a whooping because I did not want to do it. But I knew God said do it and it would help him. In the long run. And so while you're doing this, don't do it in anger. Do it in love. Just like we're told in Ephesians 4.15 to speak the truth in love. In fact, we're told in Hebrews chapter 12 that our parents disciplined us at one point according to their own desires. But now our Heavenly Father disciplines Mm -hmm. us in love. And so you've got to control your own emotions because when it's over with, you've got to give them a hug. And, And so when they're grown and older... You've got yes. to be firm. You've got to be um, to the point, no, you're not going to use my card. No, you can't. And we have a saying around our house what that I do sometimes. I know it gets on my my son's uh, nerves or they used to when they were younger. I would say, no, you can't do that. No, I'm not allowing you to do that. You're being disciplined. But I love you. I love you. <laughs> love you. <laughs> And so I know at times so, they didn't like me saying love you, but you you have so, to come behind so, it with some form of mm-hmm. normalcy and not a way of of um, of anger. Because see, many of us as parents, this is why people think our heavenly fathers like this when we mess up. Oh, so you got to I mean, in some, the process of disciplining and correcting, you got to show love. They're, they're adults now, but sometimes I don't agree with them or what they do, and I don't want to talk to them. So it's it's not an anger, but I, I, I just don't know how to discipline. Well, you don't, know no, how, you don't have to talk to them praying. about that particular topic. You can say, no, this is the end of that, and we're just like Mo- God told Moses. I'm not talking to you anymore about going in the promised land. That's it. Let's change um, topics. No, that's okay. perfectly fine. And they can keep talking or whatever. I'm not talking anymore about that. Okay. So you've okay. got to learn Understood. a way of separating your love for them or doing it together, your love for them, plus disciplining them at the same time and doing it in love, but yet still being firm, being firm. Understood. Yeah, I got that. Okay. Understood. All right. Thank you All for right. your call Thank again. You. God bless. And let me just say a few more things about forgiveness. You know, in Luke 7, 42 and 47, Jesus said, when you forgive, he said, he that's been forgiven much, loves much. And lots of times in our life as Christians, we need to realize we need to forgive. We got another caller coming in tonight. Please tell us your name and your question, please. Talk a little Angelo louder. Hicks. Go ahead. We can hear you. Angelo. Oh, Angelo Hicks. 
My brother Lowe, how you doing tonight? Thanks for your call. Please tell us your question tonight or your comment, my brother. Oh, uh, my comment is about the forgiveness. Um, uh, when you forgive and all the sayings that says you're supposed to forget. However, if we allow it not to be forgotten, can you still say that you forgive it? Uh, yes. Um, great question. We, we pointed that out a little earlier, Lo, um, how that, mm -hmm. yes, if someone has um, sinned against you, God gave us a memory on purpose so that we would not forget in order to protect us from things that may happen in the future in our life. It may not be with that person. It may be with somebody else. It's just like if somebody robbed me when I'm walking down, you know, over in the hood, I'm going to remember next time not to go that way. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. yes, I, yes, I've forgiven the person who robbed me or whatever, but that doesn't mean I trust them, and it doesn't mean that I'm going to forget. And this mentality that some people say, oh, forgive and forget, that's unbiblical. That's not true. And even our Heavenly does Father really doesn't forget. Okay. He just doesn't so hold it against us any longer. Right. Okay, so does that relieve the person from punishment or consequences? No. Because you we, forgive okay. a person doesn't mean that they're not going to suffer the consequences of their actions. And as we pointed out before from Galatians 6, 7, whatever a man or woman sows, that shall they also reap. Remember we pointed out David. When David sinned against God, he had consequences for his actions. The sword never departed from his house. God forgave him. He should have died, but God was merciful. And just like if somebody robbed a bank or someone does something, yeah, I forgive you, but that don't mean you need to be out on the street. And plus, there's also, uh, we need to remember, there's, as we pointed out a little earlier, there's also restitution in many cases that need to be paid before there's complete, um, the complete benefits of being forgiven. And so, yes, I forgive you. But that doesn't mean you're going to reap the benefits of being forgiven. All right. So the one who is doing the forgiving, he he is not allowed, or can he exact the punishment as well? In some cases, it's 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 possible. You know, um, it, like when you have children that are small. You know, mm -hmm. um, yes. Let's say they stole something from you. You know, so you're going to enact mm -hmm. the punishment. But as our children get older or as people get older, we have to remember Romans 13 and Romans 12, 17, where God says, vengeance is mine, saith the Lord, I will repay. And so at times we have to okay. just hand people over to God and forgive them for what they've done and allow God to use the system that he set up on this earth. And even if it's an unfair system, knowing that he mm -hmm. will repay for the actions right, okay. that were done against us. All right, amen, brother. Okay, all right, that, that clarifies it all for me. Now, no need to punish nobody that I've forgiven. Okay, let allow God to do it. That's an so, excellent question, my brother, though. Thank you so much, and God bless. Okay, you're welcome. Please tell us your name. We got another caller coming through. Not yet? Okay. Well, let me just point out a few things. Ephesians 4.32 says we're to be tenderhearted. Tender. I mean, that's just a deep thing. That means to have a soft heart. In fact, 1 Corinthians 13, verse 5 tells us that we're even not only be tenderhearted, but we're to forgive others and not easily offended and not to keep records against other people. 
We got another caller coming in. Please tell us your name and your question or comment tonight. Hello? Yes, we can hear you good. Please tell us your oh, name yeah. and question. Oh, okay, this is Daryl. Thanks for your call, Brother Daryl. Please tell us your question tonight. Hey, Pastor, I would like to know, um, um, well, what if, what, 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 what if you've done somebody wrong or something and you can't find that person or, um, or to, um, to, to, to make amends or, um, or that person can get you to apologize? What would you have done to them wrong or, or, or maybe, maybe, maybe you had wronged them or they, or, or, or they wronged you or whatever? How do you deal with that? You know what's something about that, Brother Daryl? Just keep this in mind, all right? The Lord don't want us digging up dead bones, okay? Dead man's bones, all right? And, And this is important for everybody to understand when it comes to forgiving other people, okay? Um, You know, sometimes people have done things to us, all right? Or we've done things, let me just put it this way, maybe you've done something against someone else, that person is gone, it's over with, it's years later. In fact, they don't even know you felt that way. You know, like I, I knew a situation where this guy had a crush on this woman, all right? And, and years later, he went and told her she was somebody else's um, hot, um, wife. And he went and said, well, I just want to confess my sin I had a crush on you. I'm like, who told you to do that? What you've done is now you've opened up a can of worms. And so you need to let sleeping dogs lie. And if you have done something to someone else and you can you can possibly correct the situation, then do it. But if God has opened that door. But if he has not, don't, you know, just put them in the hands of the Lord. Ask the Lord to forgive you. And move on from that situation. But don't go looking mm-hmm. up trouble. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Okay. okay. Now, if it's okay. on your heart, you know what I'm saying, Daryl? If it's constantly on your heart that you did somebody wrong. Like, I knew a guy came to church one time, bro. And he said he had committed murder. I said, you need to get that straight, man. That was on his heart. And so if it's constantly on your heart like that, then maybe the Lord is leading you to go and correct that particular situation. But if that person doesn't know anything about how you felt or what you did, that was between you and God. Confess it to him and move forward. Oh, okay, man. Okay, thank you, brother. Thank great, you. Thank great you question, that. brother. And let me just say this. Sometimes people will do stuff and they won't realize that they hurt you. Just like Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. But we're told in Matthew 5, 23 and 24, that if, if you think that your brother or sister got all against you, go and get that thing straight. Leave your gift at the altar and go get it straight. And so if you know somebody mad at you, I, you know, I remember being in church. I used to go to this, this bigger church and, and they would have communion and, you know, it'd be hundreds of us sitting there. And they would say, does anybody have anything against, any, against anybody? Get it straight. And I remember many a time going to a brother who I didn't, have anything against him, but I thought maybe at the moment he may have something against me or one of the sisters had something against me. And I say, can we go outside and talk? Can I holler at you for a minute? And we go outside and talk. And I'd be like, hey, did I do something? Because I, I don't want this to interrupt anything when it comes to our relationship with the Father. And they'd be shocked, but I'd be like, hey, I just want a clean slate. 
And so that's how God wants us to be. And so, and let me just say this in closing. Revelation, and please, we got an open line if anybody has a question or comment. Revelation chapter 2, verse 21 says, at times we need to give people space to repent. And what that means is, okay, you told them to take, let's say I told my son to take the trash out. Well, Wednesday's trash day. He forgot to take it out. Should I be like, man, I told you to take the trash out. He'd be like, I forgot. I should give him space. I shouldn't get on him like that. I should give him an opportunity to get it right next week. Now, if he keeps doing this and this is a pattern, I'll see that this is a problem. But give people a chance to, to, to turn it around, to get it right. Also, keep this in mind. Listen. Romans, as we pointed out, chapter 12, verse 19. Give place to wrath. If I was pointing out with Brother Lowe, because I'm going to tell you something. Hurt people hurt other people. When people hurt, they want vengeance. Be careful with that. And let me just say this too. As we begin to close off on this, we got an open line. Please call if you got any more questions. Listen, unforgiveness is like drinking poison and expecting somebody else to die. That's what it's like. Because you're destroying yourself on the inside. You know, I remember a brother in Christ, before he died, I said, look, man, you, you got anything against anybody? He said, no. I said, do you think anybody, because you know you're going to be with the Lord, do you think anybody got anything against you? He said, you know what? I think, I think, you, I think you hit on something. He said, I got to make a phone call. Do, 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 do. Before you know it, he was calling that person, getting it right. And I, and I like that, you know, because he knew he had to stand before the Lord. See, Proverbs 19, verse 11, says it's a king's honor to overlook a fault. There's going to be times where you got to say, you know what? I can be angry about it. I may can do something about it. But you know what? I'm going to overlook it this time. Realizing that maybe they're growing and maybe this, I'll let them know that, that, that I saw it. But I ain't going to hold it against you. And keep this in mind, too. Proverbs 10, verse 12, says hatred stirs up strife. But love covers a multitude of sins. And by the way, for our question of the night, someone, um, um, actually, Glennis, you were pretty close to it, and someone actually typed in a good the answer as well. And that's that when it came to the forgiveness of these people, were their sins forgiven? No. Not until they applied the blood or applied the forgiveness that was offered to them to their everyday life, was their sin forgiven? So no, yes, Jesus made it available to them. And in fact, this is why we find in the book of Acts, in Acts chapter 2, verse 23, and in Acts chapter 4, verse 10, what we find is Peter saying, y'all done crucified Jesus. Y'all need to repent. <laughs> he said that. He didn't say that they was forgiven. He said, nah, bro, y'all crucified Jesus. Y'all need to repent. Now, for some of them, though, they accepted that forgiveness, that, that uh, offering of forgiveness from Jesus. Because we know from Acts chapter 15, verse 5, that many of the Pharisees believed. They got saved. So, guess what? It applied to them. Their sins were forgiven. It wasn't held to, against them. But to those who didn't, you know, reach out to that offering that Jesus gave them, guess what? Their sin was still upon them. 
And so as we close off tonight, I want to ask you something. Is there someone that you think has something against you? If they're a believer, reach out to them. Let them know, hey, listen, I want to squash this. Maybe you, in your heart, got something against someone else. As we were talking, maybe this person came up in your head. I remember some years ago, I used to drive to work, and I would drive, I'd be by myself, and it would take an hour or so to get to work, and I'd be out there like at 6 in the morning, 5-something. And I remember one morning just talking to the father and just crying. And the Lord said, you need to forgive this particular um, person who's done this thing in your life. And I remember saying, God, I really don't want want to go there. I don't want to open that up. But I called him. And we had a great conversation. And I, I confessed whatever I may have done against them. And they confessed what they had done against me. And since then, we've been great friends. Maybe the Lord's put somebody on your heart that you need to forgive. And, you know, in some situations, let me just say this. When people don't forgive you, because I'm talking to someone now who you've done whatever you can to be forgiven and they won't forgive you. We're told in Romans chapter 12, verse 18, do whatever you can to be at peace with all men. Just let it go. Just, I mean, now it's between them and God. You've asked for forgiveness. Your father has forgiven you. You asked them for forgiveness. You meant it from the heart. You've tried to make restitution. You've tried, you paid for your consequences and so forth. Now it's just a point of them accepting your forgiveness. And if they're not willing to, that's between them and the Lord. As we close off tonight, I really appreciate all the calls we had tonight. I thank you and may the Lord Jesus bless you until we meet again for the next podcast next Friday. Have a good Friday. In Jesus' name, God bless you all.